This podcast is being recorded. This podcast is... For your warning, this podcast so. is being recorded. <laughs> it's not a podcast, then. It's just a chat. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about movies with each other outside of this. <laughs> to be honest with you, we don't, though, because as soon as one of us starts talking about movies, we go... <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this episode, we watched Bend It Like Beckham. Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd seen this like once or twice when it came out, and that was about it. I'd, I'd never like massively loved this movie, but yeah, I definitely saw it a couple of times at least. Yeah, I saw I saw it a handful of times, and like I just remembered being really like, I I really enjoyed it. It was one of the first films I think I saw that was about like the uh, like a different culture. Yeah, yeah. I watched this in school because yeah. I'm reading. This was my English lit. Like English class film, we had to sit and watch this, huh. and we watched it a lot. Hmm. Don't know why. Yeah, that's an odd one, actually. <laughs> but yeah, we watch we watch Bandit Like Beckham a lot. I don't know whether it's the got teacher good just conflict it. and it's got good representation of different cultures working yeah. together. And it's got four times when they think they see someone kissing and they don't. So <laughs> it's good. It's got good storytelling. Like it's a pretty standard storytelling setup. I guess that's why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, it's kind of Romeo and Juliet it. football. Yeah, yeah. I think my teacher just liked it. She was cool. <laughs> yeah, two thousand and three. She might have been pretty desperate for a film she could show kids that wasn't, you know, awful. Yeah, Beth Lerman's uh, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> hmm. Because I imagine every English teacher is fucking sick of watching that film. <laughs> Can someone else just release a good uh, uh, Shakespeare film, please? Uh, they have. It's called Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Yeah, Ten Things I Hate About You is the is the best Shakespeare adaptation, though. But it's not, like, Shakespeare-y. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's The Taming of the Shrew. It even has the same syllables as the title. Yes, but it isn't, like... The spoken... Lion King. <laughs> it isn't spoken as... No. ...as Shakespearean, whereas, like, Basil Herman's Romeo and Juliet is... It's directly taken from the text. It's an adaptation. No one else does that. I'd be fucking sick. I was sick of watching Romeo and Juliet, and I, was only... I only had to do it for once. It's hard work. <laughs> Like Shakespearean, when it's it so lends itself to being performed in a play setting. Yeah. It's not meant to be read. It's yeah, not meant to be read, and it's not really meant to be watched like a film. It's a good film. It's a really good adaptation. You have, when you but... well, yeah, when you've got a film, you don't need to say half the things you have to say when you're doing a play. No. So it feels so much wordier than when it's ironically when it is a play, and it, it you know the props are pretty you know minimal. Minimal. You. Get, you know, you do say more and... Yeah. I'm a big fan of Shakespeare. I've seen quite a lot of Shakespearean plays. I'd say Romeo and Juliet is not one of my favourites, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I quite like that Romeo and Juliet fit film. I think, last time I saw it was about ten years ago, we should do a podcast about that. <laughs> we should, we should talk about it. Uh, but first of all, we should talk about Bennett Like Beckham, because yes. I had to watch this in film class, and it, it never fully left my brain. Like, it never really fully left my my memory. <laughs> Yeah, mine neither, actually. It really impacted me. So this film is about an Indian family. And Croydon. Yeah, Croydon. Mainly about the daughter who wants to be a footballer. She wants to do football 
she doesn't want to be sort of be traditional yeah it's a lot of it is yeah tradition but like tradition and family versus stepping out on your own and doing your own thing yeah essentially she sneaks off and and kind of whenever she can plays football with her mates yeah she has Uh, a yeah and that's kind of all she's interested in she's yeah she's absolutely obsessed with david beckham yeah she's got a big shrine to him there's like huge posters all over like on her wall and everything feels weird now because now david beckham is not really known as a footballer no, this this movie has aged. No, he, um, he is in a no, lot of. Like, no, what, no, would you say, what would you say he's known as? It's a, he's known as a celebrity. He's excuse me. He's known as Mary marrying posh from. <laughs> he married uh, posh spice. Yeah, he's, he's famous. For I mean, he's a footballer. Person. Like that's why he's famous. He's no, no, posh spice it's why he's famous. <laughs> that he's he not was like... famous before. Like they were the they were the dream couple. No, I'm joking. But he's not like famous for playing football anymore like well, he's no, of famous course he isn't he retired well he went and played in america which is actually akin to retiring yeah. and then i think he's properly retired but that's why it feels weird because it's like no one talks about him now as like oh he was this great amazing footballer he wasn't an amazing uh, footballer he was just kind of famous for it but at the time i remember at the time everyone was like he's the greatest footballer ever yeah at the time they were quite like i still remember the names of well, I could probably tell you more footballers from back then than I can now. And by that, I mean David Beckham, and there was also Michael Owen. Mm-hmm. He was yep. on The Masked Singer. Wow. That's all two that I know. <laughs> cool. So I, I, I like football, and Beckham was a good football player. Like, he was like a yeah. special a set-piece specialist. He was widely renowned as being, like, a fantastic right wing it, I don't know what his stats were. But I, I don't think anyone would... I don't think now, if you talk to people, they'd go, David Beckham is like this legendary... Oh, no, player. no, it's all like... Um, He's, like now just... and Kane, obviously. And all yeah. these other footballers I could name that you'd definitely heard of. No, no, absolutely. I struggled to get understand the football in this film. You've heard of Harry Kane? No. Dan? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that guy. Um, cool. There's also Mr. Messi... <laughs> From the Mister Men, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you understand what I mean. Like it's weird. Oh, it I just thought there's uh, Marcus Rashford, and I know him because he told our government that they're a bunch of cunts that should feed children. That's oh, good on him. Yeah, yeah, My, yeah Rashford's a fantastic player. Yeah, I, I don't know about the football like... side of things, but I support yeah. him telling the government they should feed children because yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we just had local lad for me, Jackie Grealish. He went to. Um, I feel like Jackie Grealish is a little bit of a cur- like a current era Beckham, just because he is so thick. And I remember <laughs> at the time, like Beckham used to be the butt of a lot of jokes of being like a, a, an absolute idiot. Do you remember those sort of jokes? Yeah, because I think he it used to like, say at the end of the day a lot. Is like, oh, at the end of the day, we've just got to score some goals. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, football. <laughs> The only thing I remember, I remember, I remember Joe being like, hair. <laughs> "Yes, yeah, so he was very famous for his hairstyles." And then there was like, even a, a when joke... he's a skinhead on that poster, yeah, like... because he's dyed, he's bleached it blonde. Oh, but the poster's black and white; you can't tell. Hmm. <laughs> um, it was an odd time for men's hair. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, posh, posh! Um, check out this uh, new thermos I've got. It's amazing. It keeps hot things hot and cold things cold." She's like, "Oh yeah, what have you put in it then?" He's like, "Oh." Hot chocolate and a choc ice. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know anything about football. And honestly, <laughs> I didn't think we'd be talking about this much football in this film. <laughs> Yeah, I know you guys are really into football, so I don't. It's not like I get to bring it up, but when we do something, we do a uh, film called Bend It Like Beckham. I'm going to be like, yeah. I honestly didn't think we would talk about football this much. (laughs) (laughs) So, main character Jess wants to be a footballer, isn't allowed to because she's from a very traditional. Well, she's from a uh, Indian traditional Indian family. Yeah, so there's a few different reasons why she can't. One is yeah. that her parents want her to basically just focus on her studies and just be very obedient and be home when she's not studying, learning basically how to be a good housewife. Well, they, yeah, they want her to be successful. And the only, like, her parents aren't terrible people. No. They want her to be successful. And the only way that they can see her being successful is through her education and through finding a man. Which And being a good, like, you've got to be an attractive candidate like bride bride essentially as well so they're very conscious that if she sort of does anything too you know different then she might be basically blacklisted and there's you know that the success in her parents eyes is you know having a good job um of like one of the few like parent parent approved occupations so you know lawyer doctor dentist solicitor um A, a high paying job and she doesn't want that, really? No. But it's she not like she doesn't start out the film wanting to be a professional footballer, but she gets spotted by a girl who does want to be a professional footballer, little baby Kira Knightley. The main character Jess wants to she wants to play football because she's annoyed that like when she's playing football with her mates, she's she's annoyed that the men and the boys are never told to go home and help with dinner. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. it's that kind of thing where she's like, well, I don't understand. She's angry because she's not allowed to do the things that she wants to do when her friends who are the same age as her, the only thing that's different is their um, men. Yeah. She isn't yeah. allowed. And even they're like a little bit sexist to her about her football playing, in- even though she's clearly better than them. Incre- they're all incredibly sexist. Yeah. And you can uh, tell like it's very much a product of what they've been told. Yeah. If you're constantly told and shown that women have to do one thing while men do another, of course you're going yeah. to internalise that. Yeah, because um, at this time it was like, I mean, even now, fucking 21 years later, after the England women's team have actually won like the fucking World Cup, mm-hmm. it, it's still seen as inferior and there's a lot of men that are like, yeah, but it's not real football, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's... It... What is quite funny is how this film maybe sparked something but it's it's really recently it's a, the last what five years yeah it's taken off massively like the women's football is getting actually like shown yeah. on tv it's getting televised which it never used to no and like how are people gonna and then people are writing it off oh, i don't like women's football it's boring it's like well what women's football were you actually watching because if you're only watching I don't know, your daughter play uh, like school football yeah. matches and then you're comparing that to watching the premiere. Uh, then, of course, you're going to be like, well, they're worse. It's a worse yeah. match. But actually, women are pretty good at football. And there's been some great matches. There's been some fucking hilarious matches recently. Oh, what was I, I was watching one. Well, I think it was a, I think it was a New Zealand player accidentally managed to score three own goals. <laughs> Oh no! And people were like, "Like, h- how?" <laughs> and like, it was genuine. It wasn't. Uh, but th- by the third time, they were like, "What the hell is going on?" And that's, I feel like that's a bad example because it's like a female player messing up. But 
it was an interesting match nonetheless. Um, uh, I want you to understand every conversation about football, and this is going to be a very one-sided conversation. <laughs> That's fine. No, no complaining. Like, yeah, like, much... like about the actual football itself. Like, yeah. yeah, I've never, never really been a fan of it, but I, I do like how much this movie is kind of like pro girls can do it too, essentially. Yeah. Like it's very it... pro women, very kind of. This film's like, complicated. Yeah, it's sort of pro women, but they're also it's about teenage girls. Yeah, in a, it's this is complicated in a way that the person that wrote it and directed it, I think her name's Chadra, Chad, Chad. I can't pronounce it, butchering the name. She didn't know anything about football before she made this film. She in the in the original script it says like, and football jargon. Mm. kind of stuff she oh, didn't yeah. have any idea any idea on how to do football she had to get someone in to like teach her to write it and so she wrote it as a sort of story as like a, a character narrative and then added the football later so it isn't football heavy this film no it's it's really not and it's not about tactics and the game and like they it, really yeah when when they do talk about like <laughs> Beckham and stuff like that. It is very much insert football jargon here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, like, it's... yeah, the the majority of the story is more based around like the yeah, let, letting them move on from tradition and doing what they actually want to do. Because as well as the um, like the Indian family, like Kira Knightley's mum just wants her to be like a proper girl. Kira, yeah, Knightley. like a girly Kira girl. Knightley. And and her dad like fucking loves that she's into football though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Her like, mum's horrible. Yeah, she is the worst character because she's that like that that kind of person that we all fucking know. Where yeah. she's just outright racist, but acts really dumb and naive about it. Oh yeah, racist and sex uh, uh, and homophobic. But yeah. it's one of those people. I was like, well, oh wait, no, I, I'm not racist. I have a black neighbour. Kind of racist. So angry. Yeah. And oh, I'm not. I'm not homophobic. Um. I love dot dot dot. I yeah, know. I love uh, George Michael is the example. George Michael, well. yeah, yeah literally in the film, she's yeah. Which, which, like, I love that you know that the director had knows people like that. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's really funny. Oh, you're not. I'm not talking about you. Just no, you yeah. know, some people. You're not bad. You're you're, not you're one, one of them. the good ones. Yeah, that makes my blood boil. You know, you're not like the bad ones. But yeah, so it's about girls being able, allowed to, and allowing themselves to do things. Allowing themselves to do a traditionally male thing. Yeah. And then um, it's about the families kind of coming to terms with it. Which... And yeah, she comes, like, so Jess hides it from her parents. Basically, she tells, uh, she tells her parents she's got a summer job at HMV and instead goes to the, goes to like training. Yeah. Um, on a proper but team. This is all like leaned in with an extra pressure she has is her sister is getting married. Oh yeah. Um, in like a love marriage. So it's yeah. not a non arranged marriage. Which yeah, she's like her sister's very a very typical like what would be a typical girl. Yes. Like teen teenager. Girly girl. She loves pink, she loves fashion. Um, she loves she's gossiping. Weirdly judgy of everyone around her. Yeah, she has her sort of bridezilla moments as well. Yeah. But it's what's really odd, actually, now thinking about it, that character, her sister's character, is very, like, is very non traditional. 
Yeah, because she's breaking. I mean, there's a bit where she's just. It's like... more she's 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 only prepared to tread the lines, in a it like behind her parents' back. She wouldn't confront them. She's just, in a way, almost lucky that the person she's fallen for, is Indian and from the same community. And also, she's happy for the traditions that help her. Yes. And she, I think she enjoys the traditions. But I think she's happy to do not do the ones she doesn't want to do, she doesn't like. Yeah, so they're not exactly saving themselves for marriage. And she's, yeah. you know, sneaking off with her to-be husband. And it's even said, like, in, in the film, look, uh, your sister's got... Like, you know, she, she everyone knew that she was sneaking off with him for ages, but now they're engaged, no one bats an eye. Yeah, which is odd. It's not, which, that's yeah. really normal. Like, in, in not in just... Like, not, not, that's not like an Indian culture thing, that's no, a lot I... of... Like even like British, like like yeah. medieval culture would be, well, as long as you intend to get married, and like preferably before they get pregnant, but if not, shortly after, yeah, uh, that's fine. Which it, there is more pressure. I guess it's because Jess is the protagonist. Jess is the main character. There is more pressure on Jess than there is on Kira Knightley. Yeah, because Kira Knightley, the only pressure she has is really her mum. That's like, oh, wear a, a push-up bra and. Yeah, yeah, that seems really horrible. Like, her mum really wants to sexualize her daughter. And I know she's seven, I guess they're 17, 18 in this because it's their last year of school. Yeah. But Christ alive. Like, she's like, wants her to have her tits out, wants her, is always talking about how she's not got a boyfriend and stuff. And it's. I guess that's how she's been conditioned. Yeah, that's, and that's how she feels, you know, her worth and how she had, like, what was yeah. valuable to her when she was a teenager was that she had lots of male attention. Yeah, and it sounds really interesting. And now I like I fully understand why I was shown it in school. Yeah. I don't think I did. I don't think I took in what the teacher wanted to until I rewatched it. Now it's There's also funny. Of, it's it's a great film. There's a lot of audio replacement, <laughs> almost entirely audio replaced. So yeah, Jess sneaks around the main character. Yeah, there's also the um, the coach of their um, football team, who's a guy called Joe, and yeah. they both fancy him, and for a guy with a fucked up knee, he sure does jump around things a lot. He's an Irish guy. Yeah. Which, like, you play the game, is he attractive or just Irish? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was pretty meh looking, but... But he's Irish, though. <laughs> he's he, Irish. he was very early 2000s white English guy. Yeah. That yes, wasn't definitely. Hugh Grant. <laughs> this, yeah, um, he looked like he should have been. If if it was a um, TV show made earlier, he would have been in Skins. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he he, yeah, like he's got that Nicholas Holt aid. kind of, or that Peaky Blinders dude. Yeah, Killian Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yep. that kind of um, weird face. Yes, but yeah, that both girls like him, fancy him. Which, by the way, I haven't heard the term "fancy him." <laughs> for so long, you knew I fancied him. It's... The Brit, the the London accents in this as well really tickle me. They are so two thousand and three, mm-hmm. and the the like, just hearing someone say slags. Yeah, yeah. Every, like every so often, like Kira Knightley's lines just seemed really just just bad. Kira Knightley, <laughs> like, yeah, really not well done. And maybe it's because yeah. she's so tense in the neck all the time. But <laughs> tense, mm. in the, it's tense in the jaw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah. By the way, yeah, it feels 
oh, this film feels odd. And I know I say this about every film. I know I say this about every fucking film we watch. This film's gay, right? Yeah. There's <laughs> there is some like pro pro gay stuff in here as well, like. No, I don't talk. This is they are lesbians. <laughs> oh they yeah, are. she has short oh, hair. Of course, she is gay. <laughs> no, not <laughs> no. That. This film. I, no, this, I know what you mean. Like, if this film had been made ten years later, yeah, they'd have the, been gay as well. The. It it just it has there is a rumor that like the daughter of the director said that they were originally lesbians. Oh right, and maybe they were told that was too what too much. She, I think the director was afraid because it wouldn't sell well in India. Oh okay. Which she wanted it to do well, and she wanted to like introduce a lot of this stuff, like into India cinema. Yeah. She wanted to sort of do that. That's what was said. I don't know if it's true. There's like no real evidence for it, and the evidence that did exist kind of doesn't anymore. So that might not be true. But it is very, 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 very gay. Very gay. Yeah, there's. I I agree wholeheartedly. Like Kira Knightley's character is incredibly gay. Right, um, and the fact that the character, the main character, is outed. Right. Yeah. Like the main character is outed like twenty minutes into the film as being a footballer. Yeah. Because she doesn't wear the right shoes. But it has that like that arc. And I'm not saying it's not a, a gay movie. It just it can be read that way. Mm. Definitely, yeah. And there's the, the conflict that she experiences of wanting to be true to herself but also have her parents love like but isn't sure if her parents will accept her or love her. Yeah. That can you know, that translates very easily into a sort of coming out story and the fact that she's she's outed but then she has to like come out properly yeah because they out it and then she sort of they're all disappointed and then a dad comes round, and then it's okay well you've accepted that i like football now can you accept me getting this scholarship it's like telling your parents you is gay is one thing but introducing your boyfriend or your girlfriend or telling them you're getting gay married (laughs) it's just called married (laughs) (laughs) Uh, not not to your parents when you're coming out to them no that's true then that is that's a that's a new that's a whole nother level of well they can't it's not just a phase yeah and i mean 2002 i i don't know if was gay marriage legal here in 2002 i feel like no not quite no no, no not quite not for another like 12 years yeah i couldn't remember when that 2013 oh damn that is too recent mm-hmm. mm. took effect this... in march 2014 uh when did the I think it was like passed in I think it was like agreed upon in twenty thirteen yeah. and then it passed in twenty fourteen. Did yeah. when did this film come out? Two thousand and two. Okay, so not long after the um like hate crime laws. Yeah, I think most of it was filmed in like two thousand and one because there's a lot of posters for things. There was one yeah. specifically that stood out to me because it says two thousand and one on the poster in the background. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um also there's like the coach telling because the coach when the main character hurts herself, and the coach like sits her aside, and this is kind of I think this is where the Jess kind of starts to fancy him. Yeah, because he explains that like when he was growing up, he wasn't really a tough kid. He was like weedy and and thin. Yeah. Um, and his dad wanted him to be a footballer, and he didn't want to disappoint his dad, so he he played and hurt himself. Yeah, and I'm like, is the coach also gay? <laughs> Any of the characters in this could be gay. All of them. Only one of them definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. All of them are an analogue for being gay. Because that conversation did sound like I didn't want to let my dad down and then he found out. It was just really funny. 
And yeah. they're really... It's not <laughs> queer-coded as so much as just gay. <laughs> Blankly written out. Yeah, you can tell that it's toned down in a way, I guess. Yeah, I mean... But you don't it... need to tell the same story twice, I guess. It's okay for her to be to just have the one thing and that be football. I mean, whether it was meant to be or not, you can read it that way because you can, like, the joys of analysing films is there is no set way to analyse them. Absolutely. The um, films have so multiple they go to, viewing styles. Uh, the, like the Euro Championship, I guess? Like they're playing a team in Germany. Yeah. Um, and they go, They she loses the penalty, which is classic, by the way. Mm. You boys both know that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, England always loses in penalties to Germany. Oh, it's like a, yeah. It's like a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they did it that see. one time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm <laughs> glad we're all on the same page with this. Mm-hmm. And do the thing. Anyway, so she, 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 doesn't, she doesn't manage to, to score the penalty, and they, they lose, but they still want to have fun while they're out there, and they go, the Germans take them clubbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that definitely solidifies this as early 2000s is that they're talking about how smoky it is. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm yeah. coming up so and, glad like, they banned smoking in places because it's fucking disgusting. Absolutely, <laughs> like, yeah. I remember like my dad would come back from the pub and he'd just stink hmm. and he doesn't smoke. Yeah. And it it was just because he was in a bar and they'd be smoking, like everyone would be smoking. So yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't miss that side of the early noughties. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Uh, yeah, like, because did... I've I, like didn't obviously didn't go to clubs until like the twenty tens, but I can't imagine that horrible, loud, sweaty atmosphere also being filled with smoke. Yeah, awful. Yeah, it was two thousand and seven, so I, none of us should have been going into <laughs> pubs. Yeah. No, exactly. No. <laughs> but like, I remember really early like pubs being smoky. I remember sometimes having to go. Yeah, like the you got the choice when you went into a restaurant if you want in the the smoking or the non-smoking room. Yeah, which is quite weird to think about now. Which, like, if you're in the non-smoking room, it's going to smell like smoke. Oh yeah. Uh, you can't stop smoke from getting into a room. So she, they're dancing in the club. She runs outside. Uh, Jess yeah, is like only had like a couple of drinks, and so she's not really used to drink. Yeah, but you can tell she's she's not used to drinking. She ha- yes. is, you know, she's ultimately still this like Asian kid that has to yeah. focus on her studies and her parents sort of need to know where she is all all the time. Yeah. Um so she runs out and the coach follows her and then they Do they kiss at that point? No. Uh he goes it, in for a kiss, but It looks like they're going to and that's when Kira not sees them and she's like uh-huh. Kira not you uh, bitch! Yeah. You, you bitch! Yeah. <laughs> Kira Knightley. She also massively looks like Jackie Grealish with the hair I've just realised. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Sure. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah. So, no. yeah, bear in mind the example I gave of um, the, the, the uh, Beckham joke. Jackie Grealish the other, uh, was interviewed not long ago. Um... And they asked him what he thought of, does he have an, an encyclopedic knowledge of football? And he just said, I don't know what encyclopedic means. <laughs> no. What happens after they go to the club? After um, they, they sort of fall out and, oh, the dad sees in the local paper that they'd gone. So like they're waiting for them sort of when yeah. they get back from Germany as well. And I think it's at this point where they sort of properly 
stop her from ban her from going like to football. Going out, yeah, and she's miserable. And it's a yeah. uh, oh yeah, so she um, she doesn't go, she stops going to practice because they're like not letting her. Um, and it, they're gearing up for her sister's wedding. Yes, yeah. And um, she's trying to apologize to um, to Kira yeah. Knightley. Uh, I oh no, yeah, Kira Knightley's mum just thinks that they're talking about them two being in love as well, and now she's yeah. worried that her daughter's a lesbian. Yeah, and it's that really horrible like. To be fair, like Kira Knightley does address it at the end. Like, so what would be the problem if I was a lesbian? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. her mum's horrified that she's a lesbian, and yeah. very angry and very what like blames Jess. Yeah, and her dad isn't that much better. Like, he doesn't make it worse, but he isn't trying to do anything. Like, yeah, he he's kind of doing that. Help. Like, oh, I'm just going to stay out of it. Kind of dad move. Yeah, he's really annoying. Like he doesn't call her out on much at all. No, he's like, oh, but but why would but what's his name isn't? But what about George Michael? Really fucking irritating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. <sighs> yeah, they oh, because the sister's wedding gets called off at one. Uh, at one yeah, point so the sisters get. Yeah, the fiance's parents sees Jess and Kira Knightley just kind of having a laugh together and think they see her kissing a white boy. <laughs> And so they call off the wedding. Yeah. But then, yeah. yeah, at this point, like a while later, the wedding's back on. Um, Jess isn't playing. Yeah, they, 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 they point out, no, he is. <laughs> yeah. Jules isn't a man. Yeah. She's a girl with short hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Easy mistake to make. What a palaver. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, there's there's going to be a talent scout at this football um, final that, that Jess can't go to. And she definitely can't go because her sister's wedding is on the same, same day. day. And like her dad has sort of come round and is like, you can yeah. you can start going back to training and stuff. But then um, when, he find, when he finds out that it like it's the same day, he's like, well, no, you have to put your sister first. She needs you. Mm. I, I yeah. really like the dad's arc of where he's talking about how he used to want to play cricket, but all of the other people like tuck the piss out of him because of his turban yeah mm. and then like that scene right at the end where he's just playing cricket with joe and just seems yeah. so happy i'm like oh I'm, I'm glad that he got a nice little story arc in here mm-hmm. where he yeah. is happy <laughs> like, yeah and also that his job isn't just to protect his daughter it's also to let them thrive yeah exactly and that just because it was bad for him the world has changed a bit yeah and yeah she can do this and she's not going to be ridiculed as like the brown girl who wants to play football like she is going to be recognized as a footballer yeah well also before that like earlier on uh she sneaks off to go to a football match and he follows her yeah because yeah. um she, she pretends to be ill and stays at home but then they've forgotten something yeah, yeah. and he and goes yeah, off he goes he to watch finds her watches her and then jess experiences uh shitty racism yeah yeah where a girl hurt, like, trips her or something. Yeah, yeah. like, real bad tackle, and then like, just uses yeah. a racist slur against her. And so Jess just reacts, like, horribly, and mm. ends up getting red-carded and sent off the like pitch. Like a yeah. normal person would. Yeah. And gets kicked off, and then the coach is, like, explaining to her that you can't do that, you nearly threw the whole thing away for everyone, bloody bloody blah And Jess storms off. I don't like how this was handled, to be fair, this bit. Yeah, because he like confronts her, and she's like, "He didn't just say that." Yeah, she she didn't just say that. She also said, she also called me a, a dot dot dot, and he's like, "It's like you don't understand how that feels." And he's like, "Of course, of course I do." And I'm I like, do. I'm, 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 "What? Because you're Irish?" 
Yeah, he goes, yeah. So because, or because you're a straight white male. Which one I'm is it? Like Irish. In what way it's, do you understand colonial which, racism? It's because he's maybe gay. So, <laughs> it's because he's probably gay. Oh, it's because his like, dad was mean to him. It's like, that's a little bit different to institutionalised racism. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if that is... The director, like, knows that there are people like that. That there are people that would be like, I've experienced this too. Yeah. Um, I'm XYZ. Or if it is like she is referencing that um throughout time Irish people haven't done too well <laughs> dealing with the English. True. Like, I don't know if it is a, a reference of yeah, if it if it is a reference to people who like really don't understand racism being directed against them, or like bigotry being directed against them, going I understand your plight in that kind of phony way. It just seems like it would have been way more genuine to, for him to have been like, no, I don't understand, but I'm really sorry it happened. Or if we saw him being, or if there was like any evidence of him being, that's why I think it's more to do with him like pretending empathy in, and because we never see him experience it, right? Yeah, he's sort of trying to live basically, makes no hiding of the fact that he's basically living vicariously through these girls yeah not because he's injured he can't he can't play so he's got to coach yeah um and he wants them to succeed but because he's got to start at the bottom he's got to start with the girls clubs mm. so his arc is basically oh i don't I, you know this these girls are a stepping stone um i've got to do it so i might as well grit my teeth and make the best of it to yeah these girls are fantastic and I want to keep training women because the sport needs more people that believe in them. Yeah, but what it means we never see him experience prejudice. No, never. Like, which is why I think it's more of a joke on there are people like this that will just yeah. sort of... Yeah, no, I can see like why it happened in the film. As in, yeah. it's, 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 and it's probably something that a lot of um, brown and black people have experienced in the UK is where they've, they've experienced racism and then a white person has said, oh, I know how you feel. Oh yeah, that oh, and then they say, oh yeah, the other day someone called me a bitch, and it's like not quite the same same thing. But then again, like it is entirely possible for an Irish person to experience prejudice in in England. Oh yeah, but that's never shown, so I don't think it's that. (laughs) Like that's it's like a that's a weird moment in the film, but it is very funny. It is it made me laugh. Like, really, genuinely made me laugh out loud. It was just, was yeah, like, I think because it was such a predictable line. <laughs> and it was said it was like, oh, so sake. earnestly. Yeah. Of course I do. I'm Irish. Yeah. Oh, of it's course so, I do. It's so, uh, it's so bizarre. Um, but yeah, um, so. We've got to talk a little bit about, um, I don't know if this, you, you, you watch this a lot at school. This will got referenced all the time when I was at school. And it's the scene where she's getting fitted for her sister's wedding. Yeah. And obviously her sister wants boobs to look big and her you know, waist looks small and whatever. Sort of standard yeah. what you want. And then uh, Jess wants more fabric covering. She doesn't want it to draw attention to her. Sort of standard stuff that matches her character. And the, yeah. the lady's like, oh, I can make even the littlest mosquito bites look like juicy, juicy mangoes. Yeah, yeah. That got said is... all the time at my school. There is yeah. a lot of boob talk in this movie. It's about the, girls. Girls have boobs. Yeah. yeah. The the Indian family are very funny. They are great. Yeah. Like that. Uh, what's your favourite line? I bet it's the same one as mine. Which one's yours? So 
when we're jumping forward a little bit, but when the when uh, Jules's mum confronts, yep, this is my yes. favourite line too. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "You're a you, you're a lesbian," and like says it in such a damning way. And then one of the um, oh, aunties yeah. or grannies is like, "Lesbian? She's born in March. I thought she was a Pisces." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like um, the old Indian lady that makes a dick joke. Yeah. She, she mentioned so they're talking about. Like you can marry Indian men; they know how. To, that's it. They they know how to cook and and know how to wash up. Um, they they. It's not like it was before. They dress nicely, and um, she says something about them being big, and I'm like, my god. <laughs> there's a, there's a moment one an old lady references um a large peen. I swear. Hmm. Uh, but I also think the. A few members of the family, like the um, older family, are the director's family. Oh, right. I think they're not actors, they're the family of the directors that she got in, which is brilliant. That's uh, the thing where it's like, as as someone that's not Indian, obviously, it's hard to know, like, what's stereotype, what's just actually very true to them yeah. and how and how they perceive themselves. And what's okay to find funny? <laughs> yeah, have have either of you guys ever been to an Indian wedding? No, I no. I'm sweet talking various Indian people I know at the moment that I know are getting married. So. I went to one and it was just like insane. I've never seen a room so crowded, full of so much, like just so many people and like so much color, like the like all the different colored like um not dresses, that's the word. Saris. Saris, yeah, Lehenders. like just yeah it. Like it is just crazy. Like, yeah, it's just a lot of people as well. Yeah, I, it, it was. Quite we're a actually long talking about this at yeah. work today because I work. I work with because um, I live. I live in Birmingham for people that have, don't know, but it's a very multicultural place. And I, where I work, we've got yeah, a couple of Indian, couple of Indian girls, couple of Pakistani girls. Um, yeah, one of the Indian girls is getting married, and she's like, she's having a small wedding of about two hundred to three hundred people. <laughs> 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 yeah it's a celebration though yeah yeah like different oh, yeah. i think different cultures celebrate specific things a lot like we don't really do weddings as like a massive massive celebration it's a do it's a get together but we celebrate like birthdays and christmas like mad right yeah. I, i've got that perception right and i know in ireland like weddings are big but for some reason funerals are like the thing the celebration in ireland yeah like yeah, if you go to an Irish like not that you would ever want to, but apparently like Irish wakes are like it's a party, it's not a mournful thing. Yeah. Yeah, like properly celebrating the life instead yeah. like yeah. It's always like it's like one thing you go all out. Oh on. yeah, part of your part of your son life funeral package is a free bar. <laughs> but like it's it's like different people go like all out on different things and, and Yeah. Weddings are a weddings. big one and it's like a whole yeah. community thing, but then <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like a lot of it is for the parents as well, um, yeah. which obviously comes across in this film as well. It's like the parent you have to invite everyone, and it has to bring honor and joy to your family, and it has it, to be a marriage that you know the two families have to both want it. Like the parents had the it wasn't her sister's fiance that called off the wedding; it was his parents. Yeah, but then there were bits in the wedding that I was like, "Is this a stereotype or is this?" Because it felt it felt funny and it felt like oh that might be relatable but like the everyone arguing about the photography and like the little fight kicking off and stuff like that I'm like 
Is that is that an Indian wedding thing? Was that just a wedding thing, or is it that particular um, group of wedding. Indian people? Because like... yeah, this is like, yeah. I imagine it's relatively authentic because it was made by again the director who makes a lot of these kinds of films. Yeah. Very sort of British intersectional movies. It's kind of what she did during that time period. Yeah. It was really cool. So I imagine it is done with authenticity. I did really like the um, scene at the end with all the... They've got the old ladies um, and they've all got their feet up. Yeah. Like bare feet and their feet up. Like, yeah, they've been standing for a long time. <laughs> got a rest? Got a rest? Um, oh. But yeah, it's just, it was just cool. The conversation that I thought was weird was between the sisters, the main character and her sister, where her sister's saying, you can have anyone... You can have any. You can just have an Indian man. Why don't go after a white boy? Was essentially what she said. Yeah. <laughs> you don't go after an English girl. She said she's Irish. He's Irish. They all look the same, which was very funny. Yeah. What I don't get. Everyone's like, oh yeah, the 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 racing. You have to. No one said he's a bit old for her. How old is he? Well, he has to be in his like mid twenties at least, right? Does he? Yeah, easily. Oh, does like, he just have to not be at school anymore? So he could be like 18 going on 19. He's not 18 going on 19. I th- I, I kind of assumed he was like 22, 23, kind of. Right. Oh, okay. She's... Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, I was thinking late teens, early 20s. She's 16, 17? No, she's 17 to 18. That's weird, though. It's a bit weird, isn't it? No, it's weird that no one mentions the age difference. Well, they do bring it up where it's like he's got to tread carefully because he could get, if anything, if he got accused of anything, that would be it for him. Yeah. Doesn't stop him from going in for a cheeky snog, but, you know. But that was more to do with him being the coach than anything, not him being older. Well, it's him being a male coach to women. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but that's not about him being, like, older and they're younger. It's just a weird age difference. Um, And it's odd that no one brings it up. No one like no one in her family is like he's a bit old. Well, they don't really get a chance to know about it, do they? Or comment on it? Yeah, they that's they true. don't really know about him. I think it's yeah, only it's the sister, sister that yeah. sort of knows. Yeah, and she's again. That's where she's like, why can't you just do it behind everyone's backs? Yeah, like, <laughs> like we like else. we always have. Like everyone else does. Like why do you have to make a big deal out of it? Like she's much more content for like the culture to shift gradually. Yeah. Whereas, because it, because it suits her, which I think is, it's not, doesn't make her a bad person or anything. She's not her sister's enemy, but it is like, you can see where they're both frustrated, where one's like, stop rocking the boat. You're ruining it for me and yourself, because I, if I can be happy with this, why can't you? Like, what's, what's wrong with the life I want that you can't, like, it disgusts you or you don't want it? Yeah. But at the same time, the other sister's equally frustrated of like, why aren't you on my side when I know that you've been, you've not been traditional either. You're just sort of getting away with it. Yeah. So she goes to the first half of the wedding and her dad is like, you look like you're at a funeral. You yeah, yeah she's just miserable. Yeah. Because um, she should be at the finals. Yeah. I love the way he does that. I love the way he makes it. He makes it a thing to be like, you, you, you need to enjoy the wedding more and you'll be happier if you go, yeah. If, if you, you go, because come... if she goes now, she can still make it to play in the second half of the game. Yeah. So he's like, like, if you go, you'll you'll do that, and then you'll be happier when you come back, and that is more important. Like, yeah, yeah. He never loses his authority. No, he lets her go. 
Yeah. But it's 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 on his ground. It's on it's not I'm letting you go because you you clearly will enjoy it. It's I'm letting you go because you'll be happier when you get back. And it's also a very good point is that like the bride won't notice. Yeah, no one will notice. <laughs> it's it's, an, Indi- it's an Indian wedding. There's going to be what potentially up to a thousand people there. And the, and like it will last for hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, the thing. Yeah. Like she's done all the other bits of the wedding as well. I ju- I just think it was really sweet. I just think it was really yeah, nice. Yeah, no, it was the really nice was that like... he that she doesn't have to sneak off. That she doesn't no. have to let him down again. Like he realizes actually, you know what she wants. She wants this so badly, but she wants he... to. She, she's still trying to be a good daughter. Maybe and I should is... actually let her be a good daughter and do what she so desperately wants to do. And he's firmly on her side. Yes. Like he will if if her mum has a problem with it, he'll sort of. He does look guilty as sin, though, when... Oh, yeah. When it comes to, like, later on. But he, like, he, he has it's a like defense. he's It's one of those traditional sort of stereotypes yeah. as well, though, where it's like, he's in charge, but his wife is really in charge. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so she goes off uh, to the football game with her friend who comes out as a, a, the canonically gay character. <laughs> yeah. The actual, yeah. The, the only character that isn't hinted at at being gay. <laughs> the only character that isn't, like... That isn't part of a coming out narrative. Gets the coming out story. Yeah. I think that's really funny. Yeah, and he... he comes out in such a funny way. He's like, "I like Beckham," and she's like, "Yeah, I like Beckham too." And he's like, "No, I like yeah. like Beckham." And she has the yeah. best response, like, "But you're Indian." <laughs> yeah, like that will stop it. I know um, it's funny. So they find out that the they've been awarded scholarships by these talent scouts. Yeah, well, yeah they play the game. America, yeah. yeah. They play she the game, it goes really head, well. She comes she back gets and a head very injury. happy. She, she gets, gets a severe head injury and starts hallucinating. Yeah, she gets to take the free kick and just yeah. sees like all of the grannies in the lineup instead. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's is great. those that's the director's family, by the yeah. way. Those, <laughs> all those those uh, aunties are, are That's why she had to try really hard not to kick a football into yeah. them. Hmm. <laughs> she, I'm pretty sure she has a head injury that they yeah. don't check. <laughs> uh but yeah, they win celebrate do they win or do they lose no they, they win. win they win at the last second that's it um yeah. and then yeah they they get picked up by the talent scouts and then i i like the scene where all the other um footballers are helping her get ready for the wedding again oh, yeah. it's so sweet and that that had full vibes of the director just gave them like the components to make um the outfit and just told yeah. them to try and work it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like it, it fully feels like they were given no instruction and they just kind of had to go, in like real people kind of thing. It was really funny. Hmm. Yeah. Then so she gets back to the wedding and then Kira Knightley's wanting to go to the wedding as well. But when she Ooh. gets there, her mum comes out and it's just when they're like um, Kira the Knightley. They hug each other after the win and Kira Knightley's mum's like, "How dare you? Yeah. You're, they're a lesbian." <laughs> Follows her. They go to the wedding. She. Yeah, she like confronts them about being um, lesbians, but it's as the sisters like about to get into the wedding car, so it's like really quiet and they're all outside. Yeah, yeah. There's a big audience for it, yeah. and it's her sisters obviously pretty pissed off and just like, uh, in case you hadn't noticed, it's my wedding. Yeah, and Jess is wearing. Her name's Jess. I might have been getting that wrong the entire time. It is Jess. Yeah, because her. Yeah, name's... so she's Jess, but her name's Jess Vinder. Yeah, but it's short. It's anglicized to Jess. Yeah, but she's she's wearing. Kira Knightley's shoes. She Kira didn't Knightley's like nice shoes. Because she used the money. Yeah, she used the money <laughs> yeah. that her parents gave her to buy shoes for the wedding to buy football boots. Yes. So she's wearing her shoes, and that's like the 
um, Kira Knightley's mum is like, they are, you are lesbians. How dare it's, you? Um, no, she's wearing Kira Knightley's mum's shoes. Yeah. And she's like, get your lesbian feet out of my shoes. <laughs> is yeah. the yeah. exact line. And that's when, the, that's when the aunties are like, lesbian? Yeah. <laughs> she's a Pisces. <laughs> uh, and then they explain to her that no, they were, they weren't fighting over each other. They were fighting over because they both fancied the yeah same yeah, boy. They both the coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's like, oh, okay, oh, okay. And it's one of those uh, things yeah. that mums can do as well. It's like, oh, I was wrong, but it's fine because actually the thing I was worried about isn't true. So let's just brush over my horrible behaviour. Let's pretend it didn't happen. Let's move on, uh, which isn't the most frustrating thing in the world. But also, nowhere near as frustrating as as when Kieran Knightley says, "Oh, I, what's wrong with being a lesbian?" And she's like, "Oh, I've got no problem with it." <laughs> that makes me so mad. It's, it's really it's it's horrible, isn't it? Because it's so it's so homophobic and it's so like your daughter's picked up on this. You know that, like. Well, it's like it's more of what well, I think. What annoys me is she's convinced she's not homophobic. Yeah, because but she's... has just been. She was using lesbian as yeah. a slur. Yeah, she was. She was fully hated it when her daughter was, but like, oh, I like a celebrity that is. I support a celebrity. Like, I yeah, as long as it's not my own. Lesbian. As long as it's not my fan. Like, as long as it's so not I'm you. not homophobic. <laughs> like that, it makes me so mad. And, like, I'd rather, if someone's going to be homophobic, be fucking open about it. Don't be a coward about it. Don't convince yourself you're not. Like, <laughs> deal with it. Man, it just makes me so angry. Yeah. And it's that the whole idea that, like, being a lesbian is, like, the worst thing in the world as well. Yeah. Yeah. That And that was, like, the most common form of, like, insidious prejudice back then. You don't get it as much now. <laughs> Dan, what's your opinion on that? <laughs> it's been dead silent. Just been dead silent. You're too straight, Dan. You are. Yeah, sorry. I'm. I'm just the the boring straight guy. But do you <laughs> know? You know straight. how we feel. No. Yeah. I. I, <laughs> I completely understand how you feel. I too have experienced this because I am a straight white guy. <laughs> because I'm Irish. <laughs> because I'm, I'm Irish. I get it. <laughs> um. But yeah. So they get. Like the opportunity to go to America, yes, on the American team. All she has to do now is tell her parents. Yeah, yeah, and they're hesitantly supportive. Well, yeah. the thing is, her her friend, the gay, gay one, friend. tries yeah. to tries to help. He does, but in the in sweet. the way that only like that he only knows how, and how her sister knows how, which is to which is trick tradition. her parents and go along with it whilst doing what you want, really. Yeah, just to do what she's been doing the entire film. Yeah. yeah. But like, instead, she's like, no, I don't want to lie anymore. Like, so he says, well, I want to marry your daughter. Can we have your blessing? But I want her to get a college education first, wherever she wants to go. Yeah. And he sort of sees it as a win-win where he gets a beard and she gets her education. Yeah. But she's ultimately still lying to her family. Yeah, because she's learned. She's learned over the film that... And that she can she trust wants. her dad. Yeah. She, she her does. parents actually do want what's best for her and they do trust her enough to sort of work that out for herself. Yeah. She doesn't just want to play football. She also wants her family. Yeah. So she's not going to lie to them. And she doesn't, and they're hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> she's not a lesbian. <laughs> but they they accept that, that she can go. And yeah. I, I, I like, I did quite like the scene where she goes to tell Joe, and like, they go to kiss, and she's just like, no, like, 
this is more important to me. I don't want to piss my family off. <laughs> Far too old wanna, for me. <laughs> just wanna, and she just hugs him. And I like if it had ended there in terms of their relationship, I like that would have been yeah a lot nicer to be honest than the whole airport kiss afterwards. Oh, but it's 2002. You've got to have yeah. an airport smooch. Got to run through the airport, exactly. airport and kiss them. And a nice little um, an, uh, another Beckham cameo. The fucking that cameo was the most awkward I've ever seen anyone walk ever. He's it literally was like a floor above and walking across a corridor. Yeah. And like, oh my it's god, look! Corridor. It's David <laughs> Beckham. It's a sign. <laughs> like it probably, like it may have been. That's the thing is, it may have been David Beckham. Hmm. They may have got him for the film, but he. It was such an awkward shot of someone. Well, they had walking. quite a few other footballers in the film. I know you guys didn't know that, but no, not at all. But I don't think anyone can act like acting or just walking mm. with a camera is really difficult. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> this is really robotic. It's real funny. Uh, but yeah, Joe is now coaching women's again. Yeah, because he actually wants to. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's his arch, isn't it? That's his, his arch. arch. Yeah. So he goes to see her at the airport, and he gives her a big smooch while everyone else is looking at David Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, for some reason, I really enjoyed that. So, yes, like the final shot is kind of the um, like the dad playing cricket with with Joe and like a couple of other people. Sweet. But then, as it pans up, there's just an ice cream van coming down the road, playing like a little <laughs> ice cream jingle, and then the movie yeah. ends. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a reference to the Chalk Eyes. <laughs> nah, it's just British. It's just British. Ending. It's just yeah to remind you that you're in Croydon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you get the amazing after credits of everyone having to sing and dance. Yeah, yeah, that was really Which fun. is gone, by the that. way. We don't get that anymore. Yeah. We don't get the fun after credits, like bloopers, everyone having fun on set anymore. You you wait till the end and then you get a shitty advert for the next film. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the pe- actors dancing in front of the camera and having fun. Kira Knightley will return. In- <laughs> <laughs> well, after this, I think the director made Angus Thongs and Perfect Snog. Oh, was that the same director? I did I not think know that. so. So, yeah. it was a sequel. They could have had an, an ending. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think that film is entirely ADR as well. Hmm. This film is just ADR. Oh man, but that's a film. It's a really good film. Yeah, I actually, I, I, I really enjoyed watching it. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. It felt really wholesome, and out of ten. It held up well. I will, t- I will say that before you say out of 10. It held up really well. Yeah, it was yeah, very obviously it... early 2000s British Quite movie. Incredibly. But it held up in terms of like storytelling and, and being a movie. Yeah, Yeah, and the yeesh bits in it are, oh God, people were like that. People, not, yeah. oh, they're trying to make it funny. Like, they're not trying to make it funny. They're doing the opposite. They're showing that it's horrible and mm. like homophobic and racist. And it's like remembering how homophobic... <laughs> how homophobic and racist people were and can unfortunately still be yeah um but yeah i'd i'd give this um i'm gonna give it nine beckham posters on my window out of nice. uh, out of ten i had a, i had a really good time watching it and um yeah i think it's held up like it's one that i'd watch again like it's it's a hell of a lot deeper than i think it you'd think it it, it would like giving the title and given the premise yeah and I, yeah, I wish I'd watched it a few more times as a kid because it could have cemented some more of those ideals in my head that took a little longer for me to get to. Mm. What about what about you, Dan? Yeah, like, like the the premise of it all was great. Like I know that I'm clearly not into football at all, <laughs> but mm. even that didn't 
like did you spot baby gary lineker yes i know i know him he's the walker scripts guy (laughs) (laughs) do you know why he's famous dan crisps no he was a he was um a footballer for england right yeah that wasn't a hard guess, to be fair. <laughs> it was football but, related. You could have gone to yeah, he, he was a footballer. He, he, fo- he was a footballer he, and then he was a commentator. He was a football. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, the, like be, it being football didn't detract from, like, the movie. Like, if, if you know what I mean? Like, sometimes if it's, like, a sort of sports movie and it's, like, going into this one sport and I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue what this is on about. <laughs> like, I don't know, so funny. You're like, it being football, like, football would just detract from it being a good... Well, it didn't It didn't lose me because it wasn't, yeah, like, full on it about the football. Yeah. Again, because the director didn't know anything no. about football. <laughs> and nor do I, so it works fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I, I yeah, did really, in, like enjoy how it kind of tackles everything um no pun intended there um but yeah it was a good time i'd I'd probably give this a seven out of ten sleep paralysis demons with bold black and white beckham's face Hmm. yeah because that poster like if i woke up with that poster like over me that'd be terrifying (laughs) yeah Um, I think i'm i think i'm i really like this film and i like reading about and read the director talk about it like everything is important. It's the reason it's called Bend It Like Beckham is because um, women have to bend rules instead of break them. Yeah, like they have to bend the rules. They can't just and like. And also because Ben, what does Beckham do? What was he famous for, guys? Chuck ice. Uh, stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> he could bend the ball. That was like that yeah, was one yeah. of his things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like she... in Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but she, like she. <laughs> She thought like it's wanted. a sequel to Bend It Like Beckham. There's, um, you should check out, there's, there's a um, Bend It Like Beckham 20 Years On thing on iPlay oh, at cool. the moment. Oh, nice. Um, I may actually check that out. She, yeah, she wanted she wanted Bend It Like Beckham to be the same title everywhere because yeah. it's kind of important. Mm. Uh, it was changed in Germany to Kick It Like Beckham, which is <laughs> very funny, and I don't know why. Uh, but it was like the same in India, the same everywhere. It's just a good film. It's just a really good, like, British indie film. Yeah. Relatively small budget indie film. And David Beckham was really supportive of it. He was like, he wanted to sort of push um, women's football more. Yeah. He wanted more more girls to play football, more young girls to play football. So he really enjoyed it. He really endorsed the film. So I think, like, nine uh, scenes with heavy lesbian undertones <laughs> out of ten um, there's also one more fact about this film that we haven't talked about um, this is this is the first western made film to be shown in North Korea wow what an honour in 20 like 2011 that is uh, really getting a, a feel for British culture <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> they picked this but it was like to to like on the anniversary of like the the thing between England and, and North Korea that, like, that you wouldn't... For some reason they showed Bend It Like Beckham. <laughs> a movie now, about not giving in I... to culture and actually breaking Which... away and doing like, your own thing. Really cool and interesting film. I can't imagine that... I can't imagine anyone in any other country, apart from like India and places like that, that would ha- understand what was happening in this film. <laughs> Don't because forget it's the so, Irish. It's so. 
<laughs> yeah, because they're right. But it's so wrapped up in like English slang. Yeah. Yeah. And like Indian English Indian culture, it's so I imagine it is incomprehensible to like people that niche. haven't been a it's, part it's of quite, either. Yeah. So I don't understand why they show this to North Koreans. Yeah. Well, let's see if this podcast episode is the first one shown. The first North Korea. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a weird film. I love this film, though. Yeah. And not just because I'm <laughs> Me too. It was a great time. And it's inspired you to play football, right? Nope. Yeah. I'm not going to watch no. it either. <laughs> Like, yeah. to be fair, I can say I don't watch women's football because I also don't watch men's football. <laughs> exactly. Football or in general, football. not a fan. <laughs> Support it. I'm not going to watch it. BCFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with that, I have been Dan. I have been Michael. And I've been Helena. Uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Uh, we're on Discord as well, so you can let us know what you think about Bend It Like Beckham. Let us know what like weird what early two thousand slang you remember as well. And yeah, what Helena said. Which which football team do you support? I support one. <laughs> mm, I support no. the good one. <laughs> yeah, the the one that's winning. That one. Yeah, yeah. I assume you don't support winning. Coventry. Because they're shit. Uh, uh, yeah, no, they're shit. The only like game I've seen that Coventry did that they were good at was ice hockey, and that was a pretty fun <laughs> time. Fair. Ice hockey is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, we also have a Patreon, and as well as trying to be the first podcast released in North Korea, we're uh, <laughs> also going to be doing something else, I assume. Honestly, my brain is like, we're going to make a football team. Um, I don't want to do that. <laughs> don't know how. We're just going to promote actually... women's football. <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to make a second. We're going to uh, donate to us. We're going to make a second podcast, which is um, Helena's Football Hour. <laughs> yeah. Helena's just going to talk about football. Oh, man. Moore's got smashed at the weekend. And we will, we're going to also be on it and we will listen <laughs> intently and like, earnestly try and under no that's it we're gonna do a special i've got it donate to us on go to patreon um we'll do a special after a, a certain amount we'll do a special where helena has to try and teach us <laughs> the <laughs> rules and history of football oh god rules history and cultural cultural impact of football uh, has to try do and i get to us. explain the offside rule to you both Mm-hmm. Well, I um, clearly understood gonna... it from the um, salt and the mayonnaise from this movie, yeah. and we're going to earnestly try and learn it. Yeah, yeah. That's but it's called Helena's Football Hour, so one second over and we're done. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so, like, how how far back do I get? Do I have to go to with football? <sighs> that's up to you. Whatever you think the audience will be happy with. I could talk about FIFA for a while. I mean, yeah, I'll happily talk about FIFA. I just feel like you'll talk about a different part of it than me. Yeah, I feel like you'll talk about the football and not, like, the slave the, oh, labour. The, the horrible yeah. slave labour and corruption. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'll talk about that bit. Yeah. Um, well. This got depressing, so... Then that there. Keep right on. That's that's like a... That, that's what we say in, in Birmingham. Go. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Ole, 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 ole. Hip, hot, hot, hot.
The only thing I know about football is Shakira released a football song and it's great. Oh yeah, the one about Africa. Waka waka, hey, waka waka, hey. He's number one. A straight up stolen song that she didn't play, pay royalties for. It, also, it? it doesn't matter because she doesn't pay anything anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't like a unique thing because she stole the song. Turns out she just doesn't pay shit. Yeah, no, her hips don't lie, but her tax returns do. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.